Next guest is superstar from the ABC, um, and he is the reason uh, that uh, Tasmania have got a footy club uh, in 2028. His, his website, believetasmanian.com.au. I thought it was Russell Robertson. It was a lot of people, but it was really <laughs> Alistair Nicholson, and he joins us yes. now. G'day, Alistair. Oh, g'day, Jack. That is, you've started out with the bit. We've had to debunk many myths over the years to get a Tasmanian team, and now you're starting to spruik even more by the sounds of it. <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, I mean, we spoke to John no, Ash uh, last year, and your producer of this, but um, your work and your passion for Tasmania um, was just through the roof. And what does it mean to you now? Uh, very special, mate. Um, I was thrilled to be able to play a small role in putting together some content that helped show the, the best of Tasmania and the great Tasmanian footballers and told their story over the years. But but I've just really been. A Tasmanian who wanted to see this eventuate like so many others. There were so many people who did all the hard lifting and, and this has been going on for decades, lads. So I think of Tim Lane and today I think of Robert Shaw who coached that Tasmanian team in 1990 when they beat Victoria and even then there was talk about a Tasmanian team and he's been fighting the good fight ever since. So the Tassie government gets a lot of credit. The task force from Tassie as well has just been brilliant. But it's a day of great pride. It was a little bit emotional earlier today when it finally came to fruition because... When I was a kid, I'd have to travel to Melbourne to watch my football team play, and now I know every Tasmanian kid can watch their team, a team that they truly identify with, play every second weekend in their home. Mate, it uh, was here. We've had um, Dave Noble and Tim Lane on tonight, and there's a small discussion around the uh, rivalry between North and South. How do you see that? I don't see it as being a hindrance in any way, shape or form. And to be honest, whilst it existed in, in <laughs> they some do, ways... Also, to be they fair. do, They yeah. do? Oh, mate. Different generations. I suppose yeah. when I think of Tim Lane, he grew up in an era when that was at its absolute strongest. And if the North West Football Union played the NTFA or, or the TFL in the South, of course, those teams hated each other and, and the fans of those teams hated the opposition. But when teams pulled on the map of Tasmania. Tim Lane was, I think, a nine-year-old boy in 1960 when Tasmania beat Victoria at York Park. When Tasmania was playing and all the great players from all the different regions came together, that was a unifying force. So I honestly don't think that that parochial thing is as big as it used to be. You go to a pub in Hobart, you'll see people drinking Bogues beer. You go to a pub in Launceston, you might see people drinking Cascade. Probably less likely. Maybe in the north they're still a bit cranky with the south, but this will be a Tasmanian team, boys, yes. which is the most exciting yeah, thing about it. It was, it was. So Noble was actually upset that we had a northerner on before him. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you've got the three regions. So you've got David Noble, who played for North Hobart. He's from the south. Tim Lane, who grew up in, in Launceston initially before his parents opened a pub, I think, in Devonport. Yep. And I'm from the northwest of Tassie as well. So you've, you've done a good job geographically there, lads. Well, we've tried, tried our best. Um, and we've got the, the cherry on top with you. Uh, tell us... so. How important is it to get it right from the very start? I mean, we've seen the Gold Coast and and, and GWS um, sort of struggle and not not sort of um, dominate or, you know, succeed in their first few years. How how crucial is it for Tasmanians that this thing is uh, working perfectly from the start? Yeah, very important, and I think that's the reason that you won't see this team come into the competition until 2028. I know some people would like to see it a little earlier, but is probably not what it used to be in Tassie and they need time to put the building blocks in place, the development programs, the pathways, a VFL team, all the things that underpin a successful AFL side. So that's 
the building of new infrastructure, the high-performance centre and leading into this magnificent stadium that they're going to build as well. So they need some time. Um, it won't be like Gold Coast or, or GWS because you are building a team in a footy heartland and that's the difference there. And I think that was... You saw that in the reception today to the announcement. There was an overwhelming positivity around the Tasmanian announcement. I don't recall that to the same extent when Gold Coast and GWS came in because Tassie is a footy heartland. It's been left in the cold for a long, long time. They've been welcomed back in. I heard Colin Carter saying today that it was like there was a hole in the soul of football that had been filled in today, and that's that's how it feels. So they do need to get it right. I think they've learned a lot from those expansion clubs in terms of the way you compile a list as well, and those lessons will help ensure that Tasmania is far more successful from the word go. I think certainly off-field lads with membership and support for the team in a, in a footy state, that'll certainly be the case as well. And what about the name? Um, what are we going to come up with? Uh, just hearing you talk then, is, is United a possibility? Tasmania United. Well, funnily enough, and the A-League was pretty slow to swoop here. They had a long time to get into Tassie and, and get a team. The NBL did it successfully, but there was a bit on the table when I was still a young journalist in, in Hobart many years ago. I think it would have been around 2004. They were talking about a team called Tasmania United would be a, a soccer team representing Tasmania. So I like the Devils, but I, I think it's fantastic that they throw this open to the public. And, and most importantly, that the next generation, the kids who are going to connect and identify with this mm-hmm. team, they get a big say in, in what they call it. The, the, they'll get uh, the name Tassie Devils, won't they? I mean, Looney oh, Tunes so. can't really hold on to that one for too long, can they? Uh, ridiculous. I mean, seriously, how on earth can a, an American cartoon company or a movie <laughs> company try and own a uniquely Tasmanian animal? That's mm. it's craziness. So, And the Taz Devil, let's be honest, boys, I think it's even spelt T-A-Z. It's not the Tasmanian Devil. I've never seen it. I've seen many Tassie Devils in my, my lifetime back home. I've never seen one spin through a tree. I've never seen one as inarticulate as the Taz Devil is, as stupid as the Taz Devil is. So I don't think there'll be any issues. There's surely some common sense will prevail. And, and the AFL spoke very positively about the prospects of that today, if that is where they arrive and they do go with the Devils. That's probably my preference. Yep. But as I say, Royce Hart said on... SEN earlier today, he didn't care if it was called the Bandicoots, just yeah. as long as Tasmania had a team. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Absolutely. Hey, mate, we, I know we've got to leave it there, buddy. Uh, it's been great to chat and catch up. Congrats. congrats. Yeah, congrats, mate. Uh, all your hard work and your petitioning uh, has finally got its reward. So, well done. We're thrilled. Thanks very much for having me, guys. Have a good night. <laughs> well, great work. Fantastic. Alistair Nicholson there. Uh, he ran the website, believe, tasmanian.com.au, which had all the all the big Tasmanians 